0: listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Hope you've just had a beautiful beautiful week and the weekend will be even much better. I'm Miponi We are on The Book Nook, our 6 to 7 appointment every Friday. My goodness, I don't have words for today's show. I mean, it is just it's full of excitement, it's full of emotions. Um, it's, it, the guests that I have in studio today are just out of this world. Um, before I even begin, I just have to say hello to my producer. I have to acknowledge my producer NK. Hello, NK. Uh, good, good. I hope you had a good week and thank you very much for being here. Um, but yeah, listeners, I just have to just remind you on the 3rd of, no- of March... On a Friday at six o'clock, I had a young man by the name of Luyanda Khadebe who came to talk to us about reading and the books he reads and why he enjoys reading, a whole lot of things that he spoke about. But one thing stood out for me, and I remember being very, very interested in a book that he read Dear Bullet, written by Sikoli Lembalu. And I remember asking him quite a few questions to say, How did you get to read that book? And the one thing that he said was, I would love to meet the author. Guess what? Today in studio, we have Sissi Kolilembad. Hello, Sissi. (laughs) Hello,
1: (laughs) Sissi.
0: We are all well, Sissi (laughs) and yourself.
1: Okay, it's oh, my I don't know what to say. Hi Luanda. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for inviting me Thank
0: you so much. It's such a pleasure. You it's really Luanda who just said, oh. I want to meet hey. this lady. Luyanda, how are you, my dear? I'm fine. You're fine. Uh, that's good. Um, and how are you feeling now that you can you are here meeting Sisit Kolile? I feel I don't know. I really don't know how I feel. Excited. It's mixed emotions. It's mixed emotions. Okay. Um, so we just need to go back how we found Sisko Lili. Sisko Lili, let's just start with the song that we just started off with. Because I always say I want to start um, the show with a song that uh, means something to our guests. And today, Leanda is our guest of honor, but you're also a very important um, part of the show. That song.
1: Yeah. That song, Isandla, Mama Rebecca, ish. the things that Isandla can do.
0: Yes.
1: Lala, a, like I, I, it's a deep song for mm. me. When I listen to that song, it takes me back to my story. Yes. U-guchi vele, what happened to me, Isandla were involved. In that. The gun was carried by a hand. Son, the hand. We understand. Mm. So the pans and the afa because of a hand. Ah, okay. So, sing a bandu. We need to check is yeah. under it's Inga ba like it's so deep. I, I don't know how yeah, to explain. Every time I listen to this song, it takes me back. Mm. just look and mm. just
0: Sure. Sis, I wish uh, oh they can actually see you. Those who are on, on <laughs> Facebook can actually see Sisukol. <laughs> I'm listening to this and I'm looking at this beautiful, beautiful lady sitting in front of me who's gonna be telling me this whole story. But yours is that story doesn't show anywhere in your face. Luanda, <laughs> this is all about you. Today may I should actually just sit back and allow you to do the interview. Are you ready? Not really. Not really. Not really. But when we spoke the last time, you had a few things that you really wanted to say to Sis. She's here now. I'm going to give you time to say what you wanted to say to her. Please go ahead and speak to Mrs. What do you have to say? Oh, look at him, so shy. <laughs> what is it that you'd like to say to How did you cope with the pain? How did I cope with the pain,
1: Ish, It was a very difficult one. It took me time. Um, but I think counseling... It really helped me a lot, mm. and also talking about it, yes. and also writing about it as well. Nice.
0: It really helped me to get there. Yes, to get there. Yeah. So, to our listeners out there who would not have been, uh, who would not have listened to the uh, our program on the third of March, Kolile Mbalo wrote a book called "Dear the Bullet," dear bullet. Um, we'll be reviewing it a little bit um, today, but the book is about what she went through when she went through a very terrible ordeal of getting raped and being shot by a rapist. And this book was read by a young boy, 12-year-old Luyanda Hadebe. And she, he managed to finish the book, and it really touched him. And all he really wanted was to just have a conversation with Uskolile and that is why today we've got both of them in studio. It's very interesting that the first thing you started off with, um, Uluyanda, was how did she cope with the pain? It touched you that much. Do you want to tell Sisi what this book did to you when you read it so that she understands? I don't think she was very surprised that a 12 year old had read the book. Sisi? <laughs>
1: no, yes. I couldn't believe it. Serious. I was so surprised. A
0: 12 year old? Yeah. He's a special child. What wow. did it mean to you? Can you tell Usisi what this book meant to you? I would th- it meant that I should never harm anybody physically or mentally because mm. it can affect them like a lot. Mm. Mm. So it, it, it taught you a, a, a lesson. There were lessons that you could get yeah. from the book. Okay. And what else would you like to say to Usisi? Is there anything else that you'd like to say to her?
1: Do you know your shooter? Oh, yes, Yolanda, I know. Luanda, sorry, I know him. Uh, he was sentenced, a life sentence. In fact, before, mm. I didn't know. It's just that thing of knowing, oh, Uputbani. But I didn't have like a relationship with him, like knowing him. Usala like Kupi. Like yes. in, in, I just yes. know Uuti, Uputbani, that's yeah. all. So now he's in jail. He was sentenced, a life sentence is still there. Okay, and even after the book was published, I went to visit him.
0: Sure, (laughs) yeah, that was very deep, Mm eh? That part when I read about it, it said a lot. But, um, so, sis, I just want to find out, dear Bullet, (laughs) how did you decide that you're going to write about this? How uh, how did it come about to say, I'm going to write about Um, this, the ordeal?
1: Okay, Stephen. Um, after the incident, eh? Uh, if you, if you, if you see from the book, my life, even my childhood, was never like a good one. I, I grew up, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this incident, then when I was, I think it was four years after the incident, I then decided, you know what? Um, let me do the talks like give hope to others because I saw many children, women being abused. Some women, they commit suicide. Some, they tend to drugs. So then I was like, okay, if I come out and speak out, maybe I will help or save many people out there. So let me tell my story. Also, that was also a part of
0: me healing. Yeah. Okay. So it was part of the journey of getting through it. Yeah. So when I read the book um, um, you know, it starts off very well because you start off talking about a beautiful your grandmother, and you know, a lot of us can relate. A lot of African children mm. can relate or to what you are talking about about yeah. your grandmother and the the kind of person she yes. was. Do you want to talk a little bit about your grandmother before this incident? And yeah,
1: it's my grandmother. I salute her. Mm. Yeah, she was a great woman. That woman raised us. Yeah. She tried to give us love. Mm. She took care of us. Mm. I, I do not complain about that. She mm. was there. She tried. She tried. Yes. She, she tried. She, yeah, she was a very strong woman. Mm. She was a very strong woman. And what happened to me? Yo y- Yamli Mazagakolo. Yamli Mazagakolo. That she was transverse, she was supportive, like she was there.
0: So Sissy, just as I was reading the book, um, this is after the trip. So you had a trip to, to Deben? From Deben, yes. You went? We went for a tour. <laughs> for a tour. Yes, <laughs> okay, Yanda, yes, you've got something to say to Sissy? <laughs> no, I thought she was talking about the time that she went to Cape Town. To Cape Town? No, that was
1: after the incident. Oh. Yes. She went to Cape Town after the, the incident. The incident happened after I came back from Deben, Deben from the, the school tour. trip.
0: That was three days after. It happened three days after. Yes. When I was reading the book, and mm-hmm. just correct me, because you were 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yes. When you went on the trip yes. to Deben. Yes, yes. you want to tell me that this incident happened when you were only 13 years yes. old?
1: All right. Sure. So there was my cousin, Unana. She borrowed me... Uh, All-Star. So that time I was returning the Ulster star bag. It was after school, around past three. Apparently, the guy, I met him yesterday. Okay. He sent me to his girlfriend. I refused. Okay. So the second time when I met him, I, like I was meeting him, I forgot that I met him, you know, as a child. Yes. So he started reminding me that, hey, when I was up, you remember yesterday, I sent you to call my girlfriend, then you refused. Today I'm going to punish you. And then I was like, oh, sorry, gay." And then he said, no. I remember crying, asking for forgiveness. Please forgive. I don't even know like what I did. Like. And then he was like, okay, you're going to choose from these four things. It's either you lie down, you or I step you, or I will shoot you, or I will tell you. So when I look at those four things, about A a knife, a gun. I okay, then let me accompany you. Then you will tell me where to.
0: We are on Hope Alive, Shaping Minds for a Better Future. I did say it's going to be a mixed feeling kind of show today. We are with Golile Mbalo, the author of Dear Bullet. And we are with Luanda um, Hadebe. He's the young gentleman who wanted to meet the lady. Our WhatsApp number is 067- one five three one zero eight nine. If you'd like to comment or share your feelings or ask any questions, sorry, I just needed to breathe. <laughs> mm. That at thirteen you are given mm. those choices yes. where somebody where
1: is saying, you best, uh, "Choose." So Okay, this one I think it's the better one. I didn't know that was the worst one. So he said okay. So I asked him, okay. Now we've been walking and walking. You're walking a
0: long distance.
1: Yeah, and people ne, are just walking from far. I can't even cry or make a sign because he showed me the guy and I saw the guy is here. So he said, if you make any sign, I will kill you. Just walk. Then we cross, um, you know, most in a the village, there's those fields where you don't see anyone. We pass through that until we get to his home. That's where he locked me, and then he left. So I jumped through the window. So immediately, yes. Sanduk jumped, but he came he back. And then he asked me, where you go. I said, no, I wanted to pee. And I was lying. luckily, because I was scared. Yes. And then he <laughs> said, pee, if you don't, you'll see what I will do to you. luckily, I peed, because yeah. I was there. Yeah. So yeah. I peed, and then he, and, and we set up backhandling. Then that he started raping me. And then I uh, think because I'm not sure what time is happening. Because at the hospital, I arrived around 5 o'clock in the morning. So I think at his house, we left maybe around 3. In
0: I'm the morning, sure. early in the morning, early hours. So,
1: so let's just, <sighs> early ish. hours. Because he said he's taking me home, back He's home. taking you back home. I'm still carrying this plastic with the ulster of my cousin.
0: So you kept, you shame, shame. you, were, you, you <laughs> were really safeguarding this flat with <laughs> all stars for your cousin. I'm oh still carrying them. So
1: when we were about to pass my school where I was schooling, yes. he said, let's enter, and the gate was open. Usually, the gate is closed. Is, closed mm, but that. that night it was open. Mm. And then when I look back at Angitun Hamza, palm guake in front yes. of him. Yeah. So when I look back, I saw he's carrying a gun and it's wrapped. It was not wrapped at na- that time we were there in his house. Now yeah. it's wrapped. And then he pointed me and said, go, Ati, go to the boys' toilets. And again, he's following me. Ati, no. Let's go to the girls. Like he goes like one by one. Inside, but checking the them is. And then we went to the girls. And then when we were on the fourth door, then he said, "Eh, hey, sh- these toilets are full. The last word I remember, I said, what is toilet? Is it well why? why? Then that's when he showed me. Then he tried, I think maybe he was trying to get rid of my body. I don't know, because it was a pit toilet. So he tried to, to throw? Yes. Inside. My head was inside, and I was just stuck with my shoulders.
0: Okay, let's just pause a minute. Yes, Luanda. I've got a co-presenter with me today, so <laughs> we're going to allow him to ask his questions as well, Luanda. Do you still have the bruise?
1: Not really. Only here on my hips, but here they have healed because I had the ones that they, you know, there was in in, in rural areas most they don't have these modern toilets. Seats, it's the yes. those ones, the rims that are they can yeah. cut you. So it was I had a bit here, but now it's here around the mm. neck. Mm. sure. so so you know you know what is so amazing about this. you know, serious. when it's not your time, it's not. A close range on my left. Then a person inside the toilet. you are bleeding. So where did the bullet hit you? Here, on my left ear, right here. it's next to your ear yes it it went it came true, and uh, i was lucky that it didn't come and blow my brain, so it just came your yeah, slipper down to my throat, so it stuck in your throat, yes, in my the veins that are going to my heart, and that is why it's so difficult for them to remove, remove that it. that it's either I would be paralyzed or I would die.
0: so will you live with that bullet for the rest of your life?
1: Yeah, I am. They told me that I won't finish six years, but you were 13
0: years old In and they said time. you won't finish six, six years. years. But look.
1: Huh. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's more than how many it's years, mo- more than 15, now I'm appro- years.
1: Now I'm, I'm approaching like 19 or 20 years now, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, we thank God. Mm. God's grace. Mm. And you know, after Ang there was something like it's directing me. Don't move. Okay. Let him do whatever that he wants to do. Don't. You, with your head, Now your head like, is stuck it, inside. Yeah. And then it, it's like something in there. Don't, don't move. Don't move. Then after some time, I tried to pull myself out. Out of there? Uh, then I managed, but I couldn't walk. And it was full of blood. My face was covered with blood. How many bullets, how many times did he shoot you? He shot me once. He only shot you I once. I guess it, it, it's a close range, so he was sure that you are gone. I'm gone. So... I tried to crawl, 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 until across St. Then I went to my uncle's house, my mom's cousin. It was not far from the school. It was not far. Also there, usually the gate, but that night it was not. Oh my gosh. Then the dogs, oh, oh yo, I still have scars. From the dogs? The dogs, they bite me. I'm full of Blood yes, does Yes, who
0: you are. So
1: I figure in front of the door, then Bazwa So when they opened the door, they saw me. Then the son he signed a pen and a paper. In case I die, they will know who
0: it was who did
1: it. So I wrote down, luckily God saved my life. So you wrote the name of the person? Yes. Down. Then they rushed me to hospital. Immediately.
0: And here you are with us. Yeah, today. I am Telling my story. Telling your story. <laughs> You've got an amazing God. Mm. Amen. Really mm. an amazing God. We are so thankful And the distance
1: from there to hospital is more like forty five minutes. Are you serious? You know, when we went there, Auntie Croc, the one yes, yes, who yes, she couldn't believe.
0: When yeah, I saw her, yeah, she, she her. couldn't
1: believe the, the distance. distance. Even the distance that I crawled.
0: From the toilet from to the toilet. get to your uncle. Yes.
1: And from my uncle to the hospital. Hi. Mm-mm.
0: But I'm thankful that I'm sitting in front of you and listening to this story. So now and now you're saying that they're saying that bullet is there. And that is why, dear bullet.
1: That is why, dear bullet. If you can hear my voice, it's... Um, I don't yeah. recall. <laughs> For
0: me, it's okay, Mama. I think yeah. when are you are you you know, yeah. and therefore you are able to. Uh-huh. But no, you're fine. You're mm. actually quite strong yeah. that you can still talk about it. I'll be honest with you. I think the one thing that I was wondering, and because when I read the book, I'll be mm-hmm. honest, I was very emotional. Yeah. And normally, when I start reading a book, I will post it um on my WhatsApp and yeah, my yeah, socials, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and people who've read the book actually said to me. I hope you're prepared to cry. And I then chose to read it late in mm-hmm. the evening when I was alone in my bedroom yeah. and I could reflect on it. And I didn't put it down. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I read it right through. And till you. I couldn't it. put it down because mm-hmm. I really wanted to find out. Um, and it was, there was another aspect that you brought into the book, your mother. My
1: mother. Yeah.
0: May her soul rest in peace. You brought that aspect into it. And it's a very interesting aspect that you brought into it and in the way that you brought into it. Quite a different kind of a relationship for a mother and a daughter, isn't yes. it? Yes, we did. It was, it was very different. But <laughs> I think more than anything, I do understand because she had left because she was going to work in Cape Town.
1: Yes, May bonnie, but... She was never there for us. Okay. Working for herself, but not providing for us. Mm. Because even the time I was in hospital, when they called her to come and sign, because I did go to the theater. Then I came back because they couldn't remove the bus. She didn't come. My grandma had to sign.
0: She didn't... She, she Was maybe, was it not up. because she was far? Ah,
1: my bonnie, you, 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 you little
0: girl, raped and gunshot like... Really, my co-presenter has got a. You can see his face, Luanda. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say anything to sister? Not really, but you Yeah, you. What do you What do you say? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And what do you mean by "it's a lot"? It's a lot to take through. Mm. Do you realize that she was your age, around your age, when she got shot? She was around your age. And she says that her mom was... What would you like to say to your mother now? My mom. Yes, she's listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. We, we sometimes take a lot of things for granted, my boy. Mm. And then when you listen to people's stories, you realize that we are really blessed. Thank you for saying thank you to your mom. Thank you, Lily, for being that mother. So what then happened with her? After that?
1: Um, okay. After the incident, when I was discharged, uh, I was scared to go back home. To stay in that? Yes. Because I was like, you hey, know, I, I didn't trust that was a prison. I, I was always having this, my he is going to come back and finish me off, you know. So mm. I said to my grandma, no, now nah, I want to leave. I can't stay here. So my grandma was like, no. Then I said, I want to look for my mom. And then she said, she never wanted to stay with you. Why would she now? Then I said, I don't care, but as long as I'm going to leave this place. Then I look for one of my aunties. She gave me the address. Mm. I took a taxi, my bonnie, from Umtata without a cent. I told the driver that my mother is going to pay, and I don't even know where she stays. and I'm not sure whether she has money or not. So we drove from Umtata to Cape Town. To Cape Town. Yeah. Then luckily we found the address. Mm. We found her and she didn't have any money and she was sick. My pony. Like you know, it was it was terrible. It was mm. terrible, serious, because I thought maybe she will comfort me, she will you know. Mm. But then it was not like that. Then eight months after I was there, she passed away.
0: Sure. So, at that time, you're still trying to find yourself. Yeah, and I had to go to Tigerback
1: Hospital because I was still not able to talk properly, not to walk properly. Okay. So I had to take myself to appointments in Tigerback. How old are you? Thirteen that years. Yes, that time I was fourteen. 14. So I was trying to get the doctors to remove because it was just irritating me. I was not like I couldn't I couldn't take it. Then they said no, there's no way that and I was
0: just going by myself. Going by myself. You are very strong woman. Mm. You are very very strong. But I also realized that your shooter, your rapist and your shooter. He actually thought you were dead.
1: Exactly.
0: From when I was reading the story, because when yeah. they approached him, he said,
1: "We are Pila. he? La- is she alive?"
0: Yeah, no. but like you say, he shot you at close range, and he was sure that you
1: are sure that I'm dead.
0: Yo, God's sure. grace, God's sure. grace. So now, how's everything going? How how are you? How and now we're sitting here with you. We've read Dear Bullet. You've gone through a lot. You're doing a lot of work um, in terms of.
1: Yeah,
0: it's
1: <laughs> a mm. Yeah, but I think in this summer, the pain into a yes. future to, Yes. To make them see you know what, eh uh, this is not the end of the world. Rape, mm. yes, but then we need to be strong. We need to be positive. We need to to go on. Mm. You understand? And we need to help. There are people out there who need to hear stories like this. They do. People who think uh, if you are being raped, maybe it's your fault or you deserve it. Like, no, there's nothing like that. Mm. There is not. Also, the other reason I decided to go to the prison to meet with the inmates, share my story, it's for them to see the pain that they are putting us as their victims. Also, their families as well, and our families.
0: Mm.
1: You understand. So that's where I got the courage to even visit Upindi, my perpetrator. Your perpetrator. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: But you know what? I think now it's high time to meet him because I had some questions that I wanted to ask him. I don't know whether I was blinded by irresponsible yeah my inmates mm. when I share my story, some of them will show ir, remorse. Show yes. So I thought, you know what, why don't I give a chance he, he him And also I wanted to make peace because being fun, move on. So when I got there, ah it didn't show any remorse. And then he was like, okay, I got a life sentence, so what more do you want? Then I
0: was like, no. Wow. I Is that what he said? Hey, he did. Luanda. He did. I'm listening to you. What's <laughs> your comment on that one? <laughs> Yo. Ha. Huh. What do we say, Luanda, to somebody who does that? Disrespectful. Very disrespectful, isn't it? Yeah, no. What would you have expected him to do? To, to say sorry. At least to say sorry. Just to say sorry. Mm.
1: And now I thought he was going to like come crawling because you know what, some of the inmates that I've met in every prison that I've, I've that been, you've going, been going, to, going to, like, it was like so wonderful. I remember there was one guy who even said to me, you know what, your story is exactly... The way Nam and Bulele Ngayo, my victim. When I see you, I see my victim. Can you please forgive me just on behalf on of behalf my
0: victim? Sure. Yeah.
1: Maybe Zolala. It, it's been 10 years in and Lali, maybe today I will be, able, I will to be sleep. able to sleep. Please forgive me. I know you are not here, but your story is exactly the same. And I killed her. Huh.
0: Hey. Leander, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to be watching you be advocate against this gender, GBV, gender-based violence. I know you're only 12 years old, but do you realize that you are the one who brought us to this point? Yes. I mean, I I have to commend you, because if you had not spoken to us about this book, we would not be hearing this story. And I really have to commend you and say well done for being able to identify Mm -hmm. this and be able to say... I want to meet her. She's a strong mm. woman. You said very strong words, mm. very supportive words when we spoke about school the last time. Um, you know, I asked him a question mm. and said to him, "Who if would he change anything in that book? And, he, and what did you say, my boy? I said nothing.
1: You wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't
0: change anything. Why wouldn't you change anything? It's a true book as it is. Uh, and it gives a true story it gives a true story of what is happening. Yeah. No, he was very clear. He said Mm. that he would not change anything um, regarding what is happening. We've got a message here um, from Untokozo. This story is not about women, but about what we are doing as men to stop it. What are we teaching our boys? The book is not about Stolile, but it's about what we do as men to protect our girls and women. That's Thank you Thank very you. much, Ntokozo. It's good. so true. It's about learning and realizing the impact mm. that we've got, um, that men have got when they... Yes,
1: That's the reason I decided to go to prisons. That's the reason for them to see.
0: Yeah, and mm. understand and the understand impact. Eh? Because they don't get to talk to their victims afterwards. No. And how does it? What does it do to you when you are going through to them? It, does it help you in your healing process as well? Yes, I think it, it does a lot. Mm. It does a lot. It does. No, that's good. Um, I'm glad to hear that, and I'm glad to hear that you're doing such a wonderful job. And so, what else are you up to other than visiting the prisons? What else are you up to? No, I
1: not only the prisons, I also go to shelters as well, mm. give talks and also do my writings. And my my dream, I don't know if
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, did you see <laughs> that uh, Leander's dream came true <laughs> on Hope Life? We're shaping minds for a better future and this is definitely shaping minds for a better future. We made a dream come true. Let's
1: put it out there. It's <laughs> God's <laughs> grace. Yes. because I know there are out there. Yes. Who are not able to come out. Mm. To we to
0: encourage
1: them to write their mm. stories to speak out. Mm. So, yeah.
0: And it's not easy. It is not easy. Um at all. it's not so how would you like to encourage them? and w- Or what would you like to do? What is the one thing that you would like to do to try and encourage them and get them out of that?
1: Um. Okay, uh, uh, I I have registered my NGO. Yes. So my my plans was to groom like Amanyama victims, maybe help them. Like, I don't know, sort of a counseling of, helping them mm. to speak out, helping them to write. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe imagine. Yes, yes, yes. That's where it all um, starts, with just writing yeah, a journal and getting yeah. the thing out of you. Yes, and be able to speak out. Because the more you speak, the more because what I've noticed, every time I share my story, yes. you will find 10 women Maybe I'm in a church because I also go to churches. Yes. Ten women will stand up at it happened to me. I never spoke about it. Now I'm married. I'm fifty something yes, I'm forty I have never
0: spoken about, about what? Being raped. About being raped. Yes. They oh, never. Wow. They never. But is it is it? Uh, so, um, and I'm just asking this because I honestly I, I'm not, I don't know how, how it works, and because maybe I haven't been in that space. Mm. Is there, is there safe space for these victims to speak about their um their experiences and their ordeal?
1: You know, um, I think oh i eh, what have noticed in the I have experienced it. Yes, I think some people the reason why kunzima it's so difficult for them to come out the judgments. Oh, in, if okay. the community can support us, because I remember the first time I appeared, oh, uh, cutting edge. Yes. The next day, man, shop. Everyone was like, "Hey, we are like it's like
0: uh, it becomes uh, a stigma. Yeah,
1: And then I like Yeah. But uh, that's you know what I remember when I depend with that you know what the fact that. I wrote about it. It means that I am not ashamed because I know it was not my fault. Mm. So when behind my back, I don't know how many times have you been raped. Yeah, so true. And you are not
0: talking about it. So you've acknowledged it. You are dealing with it. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are working through it. Yes. That is a very important thing. Very, very important. And I guess... Mm. Again, as much as we are saying that, um, was saying that it's about educating men being educated, yeah. it's also about educating the society, exactly. exactly. It's very important exactly. that we educate the society exactly. that this is not something that you call upon yourself, it's something that does happen without you
1: because they are scared to come out. Because when people buy us, we are one of those things, yeah. sure,
0: yeah, sis. So, hey. Um I'm getting messages here sis. Hmm. Jillian says this is deep, moy. And Oluyanda as well said this is deep. Um Yeah, it's it's deep and I did say that as well myself when I said that I don't know how I'm going to manage on this one, but Sissi, I thank you that you were brave enough to do this. I thank you enough that you're going out and talking about it. Um, where to from here? I'm going to now push my boundaries. Are we having a sequel to this? Because I think this one, you were speaking to your bullet, to the bullet that to you're bullet living, with. That living with. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, is this the only book we're going to get out of you? Have you? Mm, th- no. No. I love, it, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love I, it. You see? That's what I wanted no, to hear. No, Talk no. to me. What are we hearing? What is the next thing that you're going to be hearing? Uh,
1: yeah He says, "I'm the life after
0: the life after mm.
1: okay. Mm-hmm. it's coming, it's coming because it has to come because people now they want to know, okay, now we had goodutilet, and then now we want to know strongly, okay, go Yes, then yeah, okay
0: no we are waiting for that we'd really love to see that we'd really love to see more of you we'd really love to read more of you so your book there are people who are listening Hope Alive online radio listeners from the different platforms we are live on Facebook there are people who are wondering where do I get this book how can I get a copy of this book
1: Oh, the book is available and uh, AB 150, but now it's on special 100 rent. You can get a copy for 100 rent. Okay. Uh, people can contact me 71 742 Can you repeat that? 071-742-5999. also on Facebook as
0: Gulen you can inbox me. Okay. Yes. All right, no, um, I will definitely be helping out with that as well. I'll make sure yes. that we we, we we tag you, we, we put it out there so that people can mm-hmm. get the book from you. And can they invite you to come and talk at events? Yes, do you yes. yeah, do yes, you I okay?
1: do, I do go to events. You go, do go events, to events, yes.
0: so uh, they can contact you on Facebook. They can contact you on your number, and also,
1: uh, Mam Fola, number because my number sometimes in a problem in your network. You have
0: it there I, I do yes. have it, yeah. um, and I will. Definitely share it. So that's the number that you also use. Yes. Um, so the number, the other number, the alternative number is 084-556-4531. 084-556-4531. And just um, in terms of our WhatsApp number um, in the studio, our number is 67 153 10 Nine. Just before we close off and do our salvation prayer, Skolile, do you have anything to say Just we close off to Usis Skolileanda? I don't have anything, but the book is deep. The book is deep. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Were okay. you glad that you read it? Yes. Mm. And how do you feel about meeting her today? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited and happy. Mm. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Sissy. what would you like to say to the young men who brought you here today?
1: (laughs) Oh, Leander, You know, I cried yes when I was listening to the audio. Wow. I don't know what to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Old soul, eh? For a 12-year-old. Yeah,
1: a 12-year-old. Yes, yo, 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 Leanda. She I, I, I just support. wish Guti Namanye can learn from you, yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Yo, Luanda, I, I really, I, I have no words. Like, mm. in Disney, even this even believe Guti. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a little <laughs>
0: boy, who, who you know, who could <laughs> say such yeah, things Exactly. Such
1: a book, like, oh, man. But it
0: showed you the impact it, of the poem. I, w-
1: I wanted to ask something, Luanda. You cried or you wanted to cry when you were reading the
0: book? When I was reading the book, I wanted to cry, but I didn't cry. I don't know. I didn't cry while I was reading the book. You cried after? I didn't cry you at didn't. all. Wow. Mm. Wow. But it touched you. It touched, it you. touched me a lot. Mm. Mm. And I couldn't stop talking about it for like days. Mm. Mm. Just dear mm. bullets, Every day. Yeah. <gasps> that's it, it really had an impact on you. Sure and ma'am your final words what would you like to say to the listeners that are out there listening
1: Um, I would like to say um, who is listening to me now you have went through what I've went through or you're going through Mm. please come out speak out and let's support each other you know, let's, let's support each other. That's and true. also men out there, please. We also need your support. Please. let You guys, you need to stop gender-based violence. You need to stop this thing of killing women and children. Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: That is so true. Sissy, Tina, we are grateful that you made the time to come in. We are grateful that we get to hear your story. We are grateful we get to learn so much from you. And I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more from you. I'm sure we'll be doing a lot more work with you. Um, I'm definitely going to be getting a few copies of your book because I honestly think that a lot more people should be Uh reading the book. Um, Yeah, there's um, one of our radio um, personalities that we work with, I'm sure he's listening. Mm -hmm. He said, I must really tell you that he salutes you. And he's asked me that, you mustn't leave without giving him a signed copy <laughs> for him. So please, let's make sure before we walk out of here that U- Ubudu Muzi gets his book. Um, and yeah, thank you so so much. Is there something else you wanted to say? Are you okay? Uh,
1: no, I'm fine. Uh, no, it's just that. Um, also, I know, there are many people also who are listening from government from Correctional Service and what. Yes. This thing, the yeah, parole of perpetrators, yes. I, I think I, I'm not a fan parole. It should No, no, <laughs> they shouldn't allow it. Because I remember 2017, they called me, but he's about to get the parole. That yeah. was after the meeting. Then I wrote an email, Uti, no. He can't. He can't. You guys were there. The officers were there. The social workers were there. You saw the behavior mm-hmm. of this person. Now, you want to bring him back to the community. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you bring back a person like that? Like, the way you are, you, you could see you could, this person is still angry. Mm-hmm. So, this thing, I think they should finish their sentences. Like, if it's life sentence, that five, five years, they must stay there. They must until.
0: In their heads. But, yes. But I think what I commend you, as much as you're saying that, you are getting yourself involved in the rehabilitation of people mm-hmm. like that. And I think for me, that says a lot about you too, to, to be able to get involved in the rehabilitation. And thank you very much for that. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um,
1: you are listening to Hope Alive. Streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.